This is a Lit Match production. Ooh, ah, that's hot. Intro time. Intro time. In this episode, we talk about... Drinking water. Ancestry. Meeting your idols. Relationships. Dreaming. Peeing. Oh, shit. Peeing. <laughs> no, we really went on a wide range. Anyways, as I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, before we count it into this episode, yeah. Uh, hello and welcome to the Chris and Sal show. My name is Chris. Come on, let's get it I'm over sorry. with so we can get back into the conversation. Hello and welcome back to the Chris and Sal show. My name is Sal. This is Chris. Uh, anyways, we're <laughs> back. Did I say my name is Sal? <laughs> oh shit. No, no, you didn't. But oh, you're just okay. like rushing through it. You're just like, hello, this is welcome to the. Well, see, okay. Audience. I loved it though. I loved the issue it. is, is that every time we start like recording, just like when warming ourselves yeah. up to the podcast, we start having really great conversation. And I'm like, no, wait until we start, we recording, start recording to get into yeah. it. But then you know what? What happens is that we start getting into something else yeah. and we forget what we were talking about. And then it's just like gold I mean, lost at sea. Essentially, what happens is that we record an entire episode prior to the actual episode. <laughs> And right. then we record the episode, so, you know. Yeah. You guys are really hearing our second wave. What were we even talking about? All right. What well, we're talking about? Fitness. And, well, fitness were is we? here. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah. We were yeah, talking about health. water. Yeah, water. <laughs> so, technically, that's fitness, right? Being healthy. Um, but this year, uh, I guess my resolution or my goals uh, that I was already working on prior to the new year <laughs> so it's not really my no, resolution. That's, not, that's not your resolution you can't just they're just my, a resolution they're my continual life goals that i am on my way to achieving or okay on my road to achieving those goals anyways so i decided to start being healthy for a change because i'm like you know what i drink way too much soda and i mean before any of this i get very slowly affected by any weight gain I have a really fast metabolism. I eat yes. a lot, but it does not affect me in the slightest. I used to have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Everybody keeps telling me, oh, it's going to happen with age. Eventually, when you're hitting old age, your body's going to slow down on metabolism. But I'm already 25, and it's still going strong. So I'm All like... Right. All right. Quit your fucking gloating, dude. <laughs> that, see? No, no, no. Like, see? That's my thing. This is a curse, all right? For as much as people say that this is... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, this this literally sounds like me, but like five years ago, we were we were like, in the same boat. I was quite thin, you know. Now I'm you know I'm not I'm not large, but uh, I've gained weight. I'm living life. I'd say I'd say you're healthy right now. You're healthy. Yeah, but but all the time, my family was like, "Oh, you're skin and bones," and I'm like, "Don't worry, it'll catch up to me." With, <laughs> and I said that with a laugh, and here I am. <laughs> Like up. laughing, but like <laughs> tears, <laughs> laughing. No, but see, I'm waiting for that to hit me at least. But I guess like my thing is now, you know what? I'm really going to try and eat my way to like build up my body. Because in like 2014, before architecture school started, I was going to the gym continually. I was eating a lot of calories and like balancing out my intake really, you know, I was into that. I, I liked it. Yes, I recall. I, I had free time to like, you know, balance out my lifestyle. Uh, but now it's like with this work life, stay home, work from home kind of thing. It's weird. But I said, you know what? It's enough of me putting this off. I can do this. All it takes is for me to focus on this and really see it through. So I decided, you know what? First steps first. Let's just start drinking a lot of water again. You know, getting back into the habit of it. So that's our that's my thing. Like, you know, drinking water. And honestly, <laughs> my thing. Oh, what do I do? I fucking drink water. <laughs> what's, what's your what's thing? your thing? You know, no, no, but but that's like the first step to like getting back into it. So, um, yeah. When I was at work, um, you know, I bring I bring a water bottle with me, and usually I try to you know fill it up and drink it, yeah, and fill it up go. and drink it a few times. And so I I I was doing nothing at work sometimes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it happens and I, so i i you know i'm looking up on youtube oh not youtube i'm looking up on google uh like like how many how much water am i supposed to be having like how many like i have like a 20 ounce a 20 ounce uh 
canteen or whatever. Um, and I'm like, how many, how many of these do I need to drink to, for like my age for, yeah. for me? And I need at least four of those. Really? Which is, which is a lot. Yeah. You need, but for a guy our age, you need between 80 and a hundred ounces. Damn. And my canteen is 20 ounces. Honestly, I just drink whenever I'm thirsty, but I feel like I'm over drinking because, you know. I guarantee you're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I did the math. <laughs> I guarantee I am, actually. I drink a lot of water because, I, okay, I have a Powerade bottle. I actually have two of these <laughs> continuously, and I'm going back to fill them up. Now, I'm just double fisting here on Powerade yeah. bottles, you know? <laughs> but it's that's what I'm saying. They just fly by. But also... I think I drink a lot of water because of how much I use a bathroom throughout the day. I'm always like, oh, I gotta pee. Ooh, I gotta pee. Ooh, I gotta pee. And I feel like that's the thing now. Like, everybody's peeing all the time, you know? I noticed that about 2021. People are always peeing. Every second of the day. It's just, we get it, all right? It's yeah. illegal. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. They do need more public bathrooms, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of European, I remember going to Belgium and seeing a public bathroom like installation not just like a porta potty oh? and it was it was clean like it was it was just like a normal looking bathroom outside that you, you know, didn't have to like go into honestly, a restaurant and pretend you're going to order something in order to use it i think that's a big thing nowadays i think that is a huge thing that not a lot of people like embrace i think everybody needs to have better bathroom etiquette nowadays because i feel like somewhere along the ways a lot of men just like it, it it just stopped existing and yeah i think you're specifically talking about the men's room we don't oh, yes. have much experience it's i don't have a lot of experience but, with the with the ladies room but that's what i'm saying i mean yeah for, for sure yeah <laughs> i have ne what's a girl what's a girl's room you know no no but i remember in like middle school we had to use a girl's room one time and we went in uh -oh. there and it, i mean for us they had the typical like oh, the boys' room is painted blue and the girls' room is painted pink. So we went in and we're like, oh my God, it's just like ours except pink and no urinals? Interesting. <laughs> but the more important part was that it was clean. Like, yes, spotless. And we were like, huh. We got to get one of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been seeing uh, like memes recently about like how i mean especially in my building as well where i work they put signs up on like the middle stalls uh in the middle urinals so that you know people keep distance like they keep like a <laughs> urinal in between them oh a and, urinal. Okay. And, and yeah urinal in between or even a stall in between them just you know keep social yeah. distancing in in bathrooms and um the every i see like the, the response in the meme is like like there's no difference like it's the same yeah because in, in case you didn't know whenever like a guy goes into the bathroom they like it's to the extreme size like it is the unsaid rule like no one ever takes the thing next to the other it's guy true. if anybody comes next to you that's just so you just leave you just you just deck the guy right there that's the only equivalent of what you're supposed to do. And generally, like you, you're like right outside. You and your coworker are walking. You're having a great time. You're talking about I don't know video games. You're talking about life. You're having you're bonding, right? Yeah. As soon as you enter the bathroom door, you are enemies. You don't <laughs> talk to each other. Yeah, just, you don't look you at each other. Your business. That's it. That is it. It is silent in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly men's bathroom culture is something else girls go in yeah they come out like five best friends and you're just like what they, happened in there like they what? go together yeah no i'm, I'm saying like I, let's say a group of three girls go and a group of two girls go mm -hmm. but they walk out all friends and you're just like what yes i think we need to get rid of the machismo it's true in the men's bathroom i want to i want to walk out with five new best friends all right that's what yeah. i that's what i want all right <laughs> Because, you know, we're all doing the same thing. Exactly. You're, number one, you already have something to relate to. We're just dudes being guys, you know? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I honestly think that I think maybe like tops, you only hear guys comment on one another when it's like a flatulence that goes off and somebody's like nice, oh, nice. yeah <laughs> that's, that's it well that's natural that's the yeah, exact that's everyone understands that that that's common courtesy come on <laughs> no but the, on the other hand you have the really bad so 
there's a common flatulence where you know it's a you know it's a nice one but there's the other ones where it's just a nasty like somebody just full-on let it go and you're just like my guy like you you can't be doing that in a public restroom like people are going to be using this throughout the day (laughs) (laughs) and you just turn this into a war zone yeah but sometimes what choice do you have oh that's true that is true and that's the hard lives we live that is a hard. That actually is a very hard decision. Do you do you either yeah. keep that in, or do you wear a diaper to work? And those are your only options. I don't think anybody considers that option. The elderly do, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the perks of being a grandpa. You know, you just wear a diaper and it's normal. I mean, I mean, never. I'm mind. not ready for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, somehow, now I'm at the point where I'm like, we need to stop that <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> Everything before that, it's fine. Yeah. So that's where we're drawing the line. Got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> no, no. Okay. But the more important part that I want to get to is the fact that men's rooms are just not clean. And that's disgusting because that just half the time you go in with the need to use the bathroom and then you look at the mess that happened there b- before you and you're just like, oh, you know what? Urge is gone. Don't need it anymore. Yeah. Could totally <laughs> hold it for like two more days. It's all right. Yeah. That's how bad it is. Men's rooms are quite disgusting. But, I mean, that kind of begs the question. If we had gender-fluid bathrooms, are they cleaner? I haven't I haven't been to, I think, many of them. Well, bathrooms these days are, you know, kind of gender-fluid, right? You use the bathroom that is most comfortable for you. Yes. So. But would that change, would that change the cleanliness of it, you know? My hope is that, yeah, if it is labeled, like, this is, I mean, a family bathroom, right? I don't know. For some reason, if there are many, like, if you know that there are a lot of people, you know, using it, then I'd I'd expect them to be cleaner. But I'm saying that in relation towards public bathrooms, because I feel like in New York City especially, there's barely any clean public bathrooms, if ever at all. I think that's, like, the true hidden gem of New York, a clean public bathroom. A clean bathroom. There's a guy on on, uh, Instagram Reels or TikTok, I don't know, one of those social video content things where he just reviews uh bathroom sinks specifically wow he says like this is a good sink this is a bad (laughs) sink (laughs) and he rates them i'm actually he's a little more detailed than me but you know but it it, you know i'm not a pro (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a reviewer i don't know but you know it is what (laughs) no but i actually that's actually pretty fun i actually enjoy looking at people who review things uh more than i used to i love a good review it takes skill. Tell me what I don't need opinions anymore. Tell me what you think. Exactly. Tell me what. Tell me your deepest thoughts on this product. You know. Yeah. I think it's time that we introduce some questions into the mix for our listeners. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. At this point in the show. At this point in the show. Sure. Actually, wait. I'd like to. I'd like to get the first jab on the question. I, I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to set this off. Jab, please. So we're talking about health, right? And we know how much how important it is to sleep and for you to get your proper amount of sleep to be healthy sure sure but and this question comes from twitter but would you rather sleep forever or never get tired uh never get tired wow really sleep forever is basically not existing right but doesn't that mean that you can just always be in this state of you know I mean, also, if you're in, like, a really bad nightmare, you just... Yeah, what if you're having a night terror? But then again, your life could be just one big nightmare. So, really, you're looking at this both ways. Yeah, but I feel like (laughs) if you're sleeping forever, you're basically... you Like I said, like, you basically don't really exist. But what if we've been sleeping forever this entire time? Like, wouldn't that be the worst plot twist, actually, for you to wake up and be like, ah! Like like in Rick and Morty where he's playing that and game. And you're still like a 13-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your bedroom. Light, yeah, just... we, we talked about this oh, before. Yeah. Yeah. What's would... it called? That Life of... Uh... Roy. Roy. That's what it is. Light... Yeah, the... yeah. yeah, Roy's He's whatever. playing Roy, yeah. He's taking Roy off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got rid of his social security number. I mean, it could be. It could be like that if you're dreaming. But the th- what, I'm, what I'm getting at here is if I you're saying that i no longer feel restless like i don't no longer feel tired i guess so yeah because then there's so much more time for activity yes yes okay so let's do that 
Yeah, so then I'm sticking with my guns here. I'm saying that I I just won't sleep. I mean, I have a hard time sleeping as it is. I can always, I mean, I love sleep, but I always feel like I never get enough. But if I just get rid of the need for sleep, I feel like I can do, I can, I can get so much more stuff done. It's true. I wish I had that ability, not going to lie. For as much as I was just playing devil's advocate against you. But you fucking I, <laughs> but I agree too. I, I think that would be my option as well. Um, and not only that, I feel like it would take away the need to do like really bad drugs or like any kind of drugs for you to get work done. Because then you could just, you know, boom, and bust it out. Mm-hmm. It'd be more recreational. I a little bit when you know I know it's like a dial-up tone. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I still think that drugs could be useful. Just because you're you're no longer feeling tired doesn't mean doesn't mean you're no you have complete attentiveness. Let's say. Oh, okay. So good point. The good uh, point. I don't know the names of the drugs these days. I don't know what the kids are using <laughs> these days. What are, what are the kids but, into? Um, what do you guys call it? Yeah. <laughs> the weeds the weeds um yeah. you know you know like like there are things that h- help you be more attentive or you know more focused that i think could still be useful yeah but that's besides the point i was thinking more recreational but uh, but also more i guess more not needing a drug in terms of just staying awake like just the need to stay awake yeah so yeah inducing awake. no more coffee you don't need coffee if you're not tired Ooh. We would save a lot of money in this household if we <laughs> did not need coffee to buy coffee. Fuck you. <laughs> there, it is. there it is. I love that back comment. <laughs> Damn. Actually, I'm off coffee. I, I I feel like I broke out of my coffee addiction early on in college. I stopped drinking so much. That's okay. That's yeah. pretty good. I haven't been drinking coffee uh, this week. Wow, um, I'm proud of yeah. you. I'm proud but it's, of you. But it's really just because right now we only have like whole bean coffee and I don't want to, oh. I already have a hard time waking up in the morning and get going. Just to, one whole bean? Just a whole a bean meat? of coffee. <laughs> you just have that. I, <laughs> I just don't want to, you know, wake up and I have already like have a hard time waking up in the morning and just like preparing myself to go to an office space. So I, uh, I just don't make coffee. Wow. And... I have oh orange my God. juice. You know what? If if you could have coffee beans like you do other beans, I feel like that would be such an experience. I would try it at least once. I'm not going to lie. Well, that's actually – that was a thing. I learned this from my girlfriend's no father. What? Uh, you can cook programmers, Like not roast them. No, no, cook- no. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Not cooking them. Just the fact that like programmers would pop coffee beans in their mouth just like as like a snack and they'd be able to – to to code for hours develop for hours because it was just like Wait, a snack you're telling me you can just straight up have a coffee bean and they won't affect you badly like i mean it'll yeah it will affect you badly what was is that your question no no i'm saying like <laughs> it'll keep okay, you up <laughs> so like <laughs> no no see that's a that's a good effect of it like that's that's your intended uh effect right but i'm saying yeah. would you have like constipation if you had an uncooked bean like you would a black bean because if you have undercooked black beans they don't sit well with your stomach and they could you know ain't that the thing though are coffee beans really beans are, are they or are they more nuts are they nuts damn I, i'm finding things out left and right over here beans my mind is beans. being blown a coffee bean is a seed right like any isn't every bean a seed is a bean a fruit <laughs> <laughs> are beans fruits or vegetables Beans are a unique food. Beans are a mature form of legumes and are closely related to peas and lentils. Legumes are seeds. I don't know, yeah. man. So, uh, my, all right, wait, back to my question, though. If we can, technically can't we cook coffee beans into, like, black bean soup, but instead have coffee bean soup? But you, the density, you know, the construction of the bean is very different. So but bl- you can certainly try, but I feel like you're just going to have coffee soup. Coffee with, like, the beans are hard. 
Yeah, but so are black beans. Like before you boil them or anything, they're really hard. Dude, why don't you try it? I th- okay. I think stop yeah. fucking stop I, fucking talking about it and just do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. My experiment, my, my my mad scientist is coming out in the kitchen today. So we're gonna we're gonna try that. And if I have a coffee bean soup, I'm gonna invite you to it. Please do. And our listeners. I want you to try it first though. All right. That's only fair. I'm gonna post up a little five second video on Instagram <laughs> just for you guys Why about you this. Stream it, man. We'll live stream this. Chris and Sal yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> that could be fun. I feel like that would be a fun thing. Because um, I don't really know how to work around the kitchen. Okay, do you want one of my questions now? I would love one of your questions. Okay. Hold on a second. No. <laughs> you really left me hanging there. <laughs> do you want one of my questions? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I just love the way you left that off. <laughs> Uh, this comes from Mary Helen. All right. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great, great grandchildren? Great, great grandchildren. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) You want to see if they fucked it all up? Yeah. (laughs) How badly did you guys mess up this planet? Or how good did you (laughs) Did you destroy my good name? (laughs) Honestly, I really want to do it because of my want. All right. I don't care if the listeners know this because I doubt any of the listeners are going to, you know, like do anything. But my intention for my family lineage, for my future line of successors of whoever they may be, is to leave a series of clues before I die. A la uh, National Treasure-esque treasure hunt. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I'm making this public here, so whoever just decides to you know go at it, go for it. But I doubt it because it's all going to be kept in the family or you know close relative, close friends and or relatives of the family. Well, now that you've said this. this, someone is going to marry into your family just to get your national treasure. You know, if they are that dedicated, yes, please, like, go for it. Um, good luck seducing any of my. Um, grandkids i guess my children yeah my children my grandchildren will be quite hard to seduce (laughs) yes i will upgrade that in them (laughs) i will make sure they don't just go for anyone they'll they'll be put through a series of tests (laughs) um well anyways uh but my thing is that if i had the ability to then meet my grandchildren i would reserve one of these clues to say to say it to them in person you know and like also to kind of give my wisdom and be like laugh at oh the other thing is i really want to know what the future of comedy holds Mm, what's funny these days that's what i'm saying because imagine you take somebody you won't get it whatever it is you won't get it will but that's the thing will it be so funny that i will not comprehend it because it's just beyond my level of understanding of comedy much like if you take somebody from the buster keaton days black and white film comedy and you bought them to now would today's comedy just be seen as like very rude or just funny? Is it is it that comedy these days is more funny or it's just more contextual? Like huh? memes and oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. very strange things being said or seen and out of context. Like you have to know it. You have to know what this thing means. But that's like I thing. feel like that's what's gonna happen to you when you're old. But that's the thing. See and me. When when I get to that point I want to research the origin of what it was, that thing, see it, so that I can then correlate it to the other stuff. Because I feel you like... You could say, ha, ha, oh, and, <laughs> and die. die. Yeah, <laughs> if, that, if I had to go out some way, it'd be laughing my heart out. That's how I want to die. With a smile on Me my too. face. Laugh to death. And, that's yeah. all I want. <laughs> that's, that's the last thing anybody hears of me, just my laugh. <laughs> it's like, beautiful. <laughs> he was senile. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. What about you, though? What would you uh, want to do? Mm. You know, usually when you're responding, I think about my answer. I did not think about my answer. <laughs> That's um, literally the equivalent of usually when I ask people what their name is, I kind of prepare my name in my head, and then I forget <laughs> what their name is. <laughs> and so when I tell my name, I totally don't know their name, and now I have to <laughs> and add then I forget again. my name. <laughs> so... <laughs> um... That happens a lot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like meet your great grandchild, your great great grandchildren is kind of 
it's kind of a trick. You know, it's kind of a game you're playing. If you know that you're going to meet your great-great-grandchildren, like, then it's like, how did I do? You know, like, oh, what was my life like? What I did see. I become? You know, and then it's like, I don't want to give that to my great-great-grandchildren. They're going to be like, like, dude, lay off, dude, because that's how my kids are going <laughs> to talk, you know? I do, I do see where you're coming from, because then it's like, did my great-grandkids turn out to be dicks or... What? Yeah, but then yeah. what need do I have for my ancestors? You know, that's in the past. You know, what are they gonna show yeah. me how to, how to like, cut? Actually, whoa! Uh, oh, cut plants <gasps> no. and no, 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 farm. No, no. I know what it is. Ooh, I kind of want to change my answer now. Actually, I'll keep my answer, but I have a good point as okay. to why I would see my ancestors or why I would go to the past. Okay, I guess let me come up with an answer here. Okay, I think that. If I have the choice between my ancestors, <laughs> meeting my ancestors, or meeting my great-great-grandchildren, that I would have to go with, <laughs> I guess, the great-great-grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm using it to abuse it, but I just feel like it'll, it'll teach me some things. Yeah. You know, like, it'll teach me a little bit about myself. Um. Oh, actually, no, 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 no. I had I take it I back. Had that same like. Oh, wait a minute! I just thought of something brilliant as to why I would go in the past for. I take it back because I, I'm going. It's a full circle for me. I just feel like I can abuse that situation. You know, like I don't want meeting them <laughs> to have an effect on me. You know, oh. I don't want. I want to give them an authentic me. I don't want to like affect the future you know what though i feel like i guess i'll meet my ancestors and i don't know we'll drink or something but, yeah they see that's good i, w I was much yeah. thinking that too not drinking but <laughs> much more along the right right you water water right? yeah <laughs> drinking water <laughs> drink water with my ancestors what could be better than this i love it <laughs> nothing more wholesome you know <laughs> no <laughs> but what i was gonna say is that your mentality has to change when you go into the future to think that regardless of how you interact with your future descendants, you have to know that no matter what you do or how you live your life, your descendants' lives will just always be individualistic and free from your own authority to an extent, you know? To an extent, they have their mm -hmm. own dictation on their life. Uh, whereas if we go in the past, now, technically, we can... You're free to do what you want? I mean, that too. But also, <laughs> also, we could... I, but what? But we all know what happens with with Back to the Future. It's true, it's true. Someone but, gets a little too close to their mom and all of a sudden... Oh, wait, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> but... <laughs> no, no. I was thinking to get close to my dad and just ha go out partying with him. Like, that's what I would love to do. Ha like, get to know my dad at a young, reckless, like, you know, just wild by the way guy. spoilers for back to the future i'm so sorry <laughs> if you haven't seen back to the future too bad but mary helen hasn't seen back to the future <gasps> but what kind of story is that oh, what kind of story no, is when you that? really dissect back to the future there is that awkward part there for us as, as classic of a, of a movie as it is there is always yeah. that weird scenario of just why his mom like wh why it, it's really well it's not like it's not it's not like he wasn't was really instigating yeah, it it, it was, was that she, she didn't know exactly. when she was instigating right but is that kind of like giving you some uh what's his name interpretation of dreams dude uh bug. philosopher uh, i have a book hold on hold on i have his name hold on his name Freud, yes, yes, Freud, yes. There you go, Freud. Isn't it? Is it? Isn't it kind of? Can call it out right now. <laughs> oh my god! Isn't it kind of like giving you that Freud-esque vibe of like, oh, you're always gonna be into your mom, but reversing it because it's like, no, no, not not all guys or any guy. You don't get no, it, Freud. You it, don't. That's it. not it at all. But, um, Maybe that was you, and you were trying to exact. rationalize your own. Somebody's your own projecting things. their insecurities again. <laughs> yeah. But also, at what point do you get to that level of having authority in a scientific community, 
and just spitballing random stuff and people are like oh my god genius meanwhile it's just your when you're einstein but meanwhile it's just your own faults that you're admitting to you know it's just like what like freud oh with with psychology yeah, specifically like, what yeah. the heck is wrong with that the psychology the psychology community i question sometimes a lot i wish i had big brain you know what i mean like we all embody big brain time sometime though like like if i was like you know what i i don't know i'm not gonna try to go into detail right now because i obviously don't have the facts on me but like einstein came up with theories and then like years later they get proven actually you know yeah. like i wish i wish i had the cojones to come up to come up with a theory to think about something past the limit of other people's thoughts of yeah wow fuck i think the the closest our modern day philosophers get to that or probably the majority of modern day philosophers just are very high yeah i think that's what's going on ain't that the true true it's the true truth do you do you believe in the phrase don't meet your heroes to an extent yes i feel like some heroes that you actually meet are complete buttheads and nothing to what you it's a lot of you projecting your ideas or how the media represents them mm -hmm. meanwhile other people can actually be very genuine caring human beings that are actually more than what you thought they stood for you know i feel like you always have to take into account the whole human variable of your idol like your idol isn't perfect understand that right and the moment you understand that no idol that you're ever going to meet that you you know look up to is ever going to be 100 percent perfect like they are in your eyes you have to at one point be like you know what actually they may suck in categories a b and c but I'm going to try and still accept them for who they are and love them regardless. Unless, of course, they're like baby murderers. And it's like, what the heck? You know? Well, hopefully that is not your hero. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but this is just hypothetical. But it's like, imagine imagine your hero just so happened to be, uh, what's his name? That serial killer. Uh, Charlie Manson? No, the, what's his name? Not the Manson family. No, the, the really good looking one that Zac Efron uh, depicted. Uh oh zach efron depicted come him. on who's the guy gacy no not john wayne gacy oh, what ted bundy. Ted there bundy. you go ted bundy thank you mary Hill. ted bundy yes Apparently. so imagine you your hero at the time was ted bundy and just be like "Ooh, that was a i'm sorry <laughs> you really screwed up there on your who you look up to you know right well i have two things to say on this matter okay one is that journalism especially has kind of created celebrities like they created the idea of a celebrity and they've made like complete stories for the people that are just like just doing their job i guess if it's acting or singing or whatever like they create like full stories and so and the the heart follows the mind and the heart follows and i mean i don't fall into that but a lot of people a lot like fall into believing that rather and, but a lot of people do, and I think that with with that kind of writing and with that kind of story behind a person, like your expectations are always going to fall short because those stories are not really realistic. You know, like you said, people are human; they're not just one one thread. Yeah, I hope you followed along with that. The other thing I was going to say was that um, there was one time now this person was not my hero. But I'm, I'm sure you and I have talked about this before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. But I was I was into Ariana Grande before Ariana oh, Grande was a thing. What boy before were you was, into her? But boy were Yeah, before she was practically she was your like girlfriend. This big pop star. Wow. Practically, yes. Practically. You guys were practically dating. She didn't kiss me on the cheek. I remember that. Yeah. Um and big moment. I remember I'm but I remember when I first met her and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And, like, she was like, hey, how are you? And, like, I choked on my own spit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Before so, like, Pete Davidson, there was Chris Rucci. All right, just, yeah. just letting the world so know So I just think, for me at least, I don't I don't need to meet my heroes. I can see them <laughs> from afar. <laughs> because I will embarrass myself. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Although, although at the same time, I'm sorry, at the same time, when I was working at a, th at a theater, 
uh, Michael C. Hall from Dexter was working, who was in the play, and I remember trying to act so cool like my my girlfriend is like oh my god it's so nice to meet you and i'm just like oh hey you know i work okay, at whatever, this theater yeah, so yeah. you know i'm sure i'll see you around is what i said <laughs> and then i journaled about it later i went home and i was like dear diary today I'm <laughs> <laughs> it finally happened <laughs> no but adding more so to your first point uh good second point though i love the second point thank you and thank i can you. agree to that too but to the first point it's actually also interesting how a lot of what the media projects, you know, and we read and we just kind of accept and go with uh, towards celebrities, at least in that realm, it really badly or poorly affects their celebrities. Um, and when we really see like who they are, what they are, mainly like musicians, they really have the platform in their songs to like express themselves more in depth, you know, uh, when I say this. I am definitely referencing the weekend on here. Uh, I recently saw this analytical video on uh, the weekend's latest album and how he was talking so much in terms of what his internal life is. And many of the weekend's albums are like that since his early works, uh, not to turn this into like an all out weekend thing, but check that video out. We'll link it in the description. Really good. And I feel like it gives you more of a, a balance when you're, you know, calibrating where your idol should stand in your life because i think everybody should have an idol you know somebody you look up to uh be it a celebrity an artist uh singer whoever you know yeah i guess i turned this more into like meeting your like meeting celebrities yeah no but still but, uh, i feel like every idol that ever exists in the terminology of idol was kind of a celebrity yeah. jesus was a celebrity the first celebrity actually god was probably the first celebrity. <laughs> yeah, yeah people wrote, wrote tabloids about him on tablets but i just it just makes me think about like like the like the recent breakup of ben affleck's uh, what's her name anna anna de armas anna de armas they broke up uh they, oh they broke up what and, dude spoiler like, alert I'm not up to that part in the Sorry, sorry. But I'm just like like you know, I'm on like I'm like on Google or whatever and they're like hold on, she's gonna say something. Sorry, I, this is this is important information. Um, this just in breaking news. <laughs> so outside of Ben Affleck's house, there was somebody photographed throwing away a Ana de Armas cardboard life size cutout. He had a cardboard life-size cutout of his girlfriend who dumped him. I have one, too. I mean, honestly, if you don't have one... I don't know where it is. <laughs> hidden. Hidden. <laughs> yeah, if, you're exactly. not, if you don't have a life-size cutout version of your girlfriend, what kind of boyfriend even are you, you know? Exactly. You got to have that for multiple but reasons. But all, that, all that's, that news like reminds me of is the fact that like he needs to well both of them both of them you know it's coming out of like ben right. affleck's perspective but for both of them is like they need to like explain themselves like oh why they broke up but like no one needs to know that we're normal people like you don't yeah. have to like <laughs> we don't I, we broke up because we freaking broke, broke up, up yeah. and like that's all you need to know yeah it's true also but also adding to that uh and tying it back to the weekend i'm sorry but tie it all right, back somehow all we'll back. tie this is back. that because the media is then projecting these stories already, what if they didn't even break up? And since the media is already just saying this, now those idols or those celebrities, because they're getting that backlash of the media, like, oh, their relationship is over. Maybe they had a chance to save it, but because the overwhelming majority of the public is already like, oh, they're better away from each other and like saying, you know, yeah. these things and they catch wind of it, then they're like, you know what, why even try? Isn't that crazy? Like, imagine you had that kind of an influence on your personal life and relationships. Like, you're, you're screwed. There's no... Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, we there's there's so many stories of, especially child stars, being terribly affected by the way news cycles portrayed them. Yeah, yeah. You know? But more to the point, why do we still give these tabloids the time of day? Like, how are they still relevant? Isn't it the same thing as like like social media? Like you're just gonna keep scrolling. Like you don't want to. Everyone's mm. like, "This is bad for you. We shouldn't do this all the time." But you're gonna keep scrolling because it's so easy. You know that is true. I recently okay, so I realized I was somewhat addicted to Instagram. Good for you. Yeah, like I I did this probably like last year, middle of quarantine. I'd say is when I was like, you know what, I am way too much on Instagram. I need to set 
limits, boundaries for myself because this is unhealthy. I feel like I'm always on my phone. And although I am on my phone, it's for different purposes, like just leaving HBO in the background or letting YouTube play or letting my Spotify go off on my phone. Go off, Spotify. Go, go off. Go off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, let Spotify do its thing. But yeah. then I realized on Instagram, on the other hand, it's nice to get creative content, you know, uh, be influenced. That's what you, you're there for, for the creativity. But at one point, you're just like, you know what? I'm not getting anything from it. I'm not being inspired. I'm just doom scrolling, you know, just going through it mm-hmm. like endlessly. And at that point, I was like, I can't delete it because if I delete it, I, you know, lose contact with like half the people I interact with on social media like connectivity uh so instead what i tried to do was i tried to hide it within the folder of my apps smart and i'm like all right now it's going to be a struggle to get to it so that that's smart that way it's you know you're limiting yourself and i turn off notifications which i get it because a lot of people get mad that i respond you know days later or hours later of a conversation but if they really need to contact me i'm like you know what text me here's my number contact me that way let's have a phone call about it I don't want to text back and forth anymore because the more I you realize it, texting takes a lot of time during your day to uphold a conversation through and through. And you can end up going on a tangent with people on conversations, which takes up hours to type. Uh, like it's, a, it's yeah. a little minutes that add up. Whereas if you call them, you could be multitasking and be like, listen, okay, yeah, like I have half my attention on here. Let's just talk about it through the point. I get what you're saying. With, with me, um, I always found, I mean, I'm sure other people have felt this as well for different reasons, but I always found texting to be uh, good for me because, you know, sometimes I'm not the most extroverted person and sometimes I have a hard time formulizing, formatting, creating the thought that I want to make. Like right there, <laughs> right there. you see that? Example A. <laughs> Like, you know, just like making the sentence yes. and, and getting all my ideas out. And so texting has helped with that. On the other hand, my uh, Mary Helen has also done something recently with, with her friends where they just send uh, speech messages that, back that, and forth to each other. Yes, I love that. Which I think is pretty interesting yep. and a pretty cool thing. Yeah, I like that so much. So send speech messages to people. people. I've been trying to do that more often. Uh, although I prefer texting you or calling you. But that's like, you know. Oh, oh, you don't want to hear my fucking voice. No, that's why I said calling, you know, our midnight conversations. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your voice. I just don't want to save it. You know, it's a difference. It's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, get it. Um, I prefer the real thing, you know, the in time, the real time version of it. The real time. Yeah, exactly. The real, real. You know, I'm here for the authentic, you know. Where's the vinyl copy of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to go gold. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm awaiting my next question, though. Just one more. Okay. Just one more question. Give me one more question to, sh- to close this out. Would you rather be on a survival reality show or a dating game show? Oh. <laughs> this is also from Mary Helen. She's coming in a lot this episode. Oh. We appreciate it. Oh, we had a, we had a guest appearance of her. Yeah, we did. Yep. Um, yep. Survival all the way. All the way survival. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yes! Oh no! Yes. I'm sorry. You gotta I, say why. I just thought it would always be fun to do the survival challenges. Like I see somebody fail with them, I'm like, that's stupid, <laughs> stupid bitch. Like I can do that. <laughs> exactly. No, no. I really think that because it's like, how hard is it to? I don't know. I mean, even on Wipeout, we all watch Wipeout, and we're like, oh come on! Like how did how did you miss that right there? Meanwhile, we go up there and we're like, mm, we can't do that. Okay, so for me, I'm going date, dating game show. Why? I can go about this multiple ways. One, I feel like if I had, I, I'm a lazy person, okay, so okay. surviving doesn't <laughs> seem like an easy task for me with all those like exerting energy-like yeah. games, right? But also, I'm not a very coordinated person, right? A lot of those are sports-oriented. Okay, okay. I mean, I barely know how to take care of myself. And now I have to do this while everybody's watching me. I don't no. think so. Now, with, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'd be good at the dating game show. Be a- I don't even know if I'll be interesting. <laughs> but at least, 
surviving. I can. I like, love the, the brutal honesty. Line, I can do the brutal that. honesty here is commendable. It's good. Maybe it'd be fun on a dating game show. I feel like I you'd mean, be a really fun. Character. Maybe I'll come up with a character. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you would be such a such a gem in a dating show. I think we I think we kind of talked about this br- briefly when we brought up um, uh, Love Island. I think oh, like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we kind of talked about it briefly, and I was just like, like I'd be the least interesting person on Love Island. My but, question uh, is, if you had to choose between being on Next, Date My Mom, or do you remember these? By the way, these are these are old dating shows. These are all like MTV dating. Yeah, shows. yeah, these are all MTV okay, dating. Next shows. is like where like all the all the 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 potentials are like on a bus like waiting exactly. to get their shot and yep. then the person's like oh you're really cool yeah. but uh next. next and they're like yeah. oh man <laughs> that one date my okay. mom was where uh the girlfriend's mom had to go on a date with you in order to see if you would be a match for her daughter now that's strange now that's strange TV. Uh, that's what i'm saying that that was re- oh by the way all these were scripted apparently but how about freaking uh wife swap how about all, that? All right, Strange. or wife swap, or wife swap. Which one would you be on out of those three? Oh God, I think next, short, <laughs> sweet, to the point. <laughs> like I can really just like go all in. Okay, all right. Well, I don't want if I'm married, I don't want somebody having uh, hanging out with yeah. my wife. You know, yep. like, in, in that way. No, thank in that you. Way, of I'll course. pass. Yep. And what was the middle one? Uh, date my mom. I, exactly no just no <laughs> uh yeah i'd have to do next as well man what's the next big dating show we need to come up with the next dating show the next one is date my dad no <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's freaking early no, 2000s it's, what's no 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 what's no it's different what's 2021's dating show uh 2021's dating show is date my dog where you have to go you have to go on a date with both the dogs. No, please no. Twenty twenty one is not that bad. <laughs> Let's see. Twenty twenty. What about like is... um, date my robot? Where like each all these teams have to no, create oh. a dateable robot, and the robots that that marry each other, the teams get a million dollars. No, no, I just thought of this virtual reality dating. Is it kind of like catfish, where like you don't really see the person? Exactly. Interesting. It's like it's like it's like the early version of dating, all right? Where it's the oh. the first version was uh, three contestants and one person seeking out love, right? The, oh, oh, the early game shows. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. The so, early version of dating was courtship, and oh. like you had <laughs> like you had some, a guardian come with you on the dating. Maybe the, we can bring that back the somehow. Early version of dating was selling off your daughter. <laughs> you yeah, your right. The early early versions. <laughs> It was the beta version. We were still working they on a few They skipped kinks. dating. They just go straight to marriage. Yep. <laughs> no, no, yeah. but think about it. 2021 dating, the dating show, right? Our version of it is going to be virtual reality dating, where you take three contestants and one person who's looking for love. All virtual reality, and they have to do challenges. I think it would even be, to, to add on to that, each contestant can make their own virtual world, right? Like, so they choose wow. what they look like. They choose what the environment looks like. Okay, all right. You know? Wait, So you, you mean like, all right, so let's talk this through. Say okay. you have um, somebody who's looking for love, right? Right. And they go into each of the contestants' worlds, or there's just one world for all three contestants. They go into the, the contestants' worlds. Okay. But the contestants themselves have to design the world and themselves in virtual right. reality. I mean, like, they quote-unquote design it. I'm sure the, the yeah, show like they will get do the designing whatever. for them to make sure it looks nice and, you know, oh, man. there's not, like, random, like, penises flying in the sky. Aww, but, but that, I mean, unless that's says, their world. Nothing says cute like that, you know? Yeah. I, th- I could see that. I can see that. I feel like that would be a really good show. I would watch that. It's kind of like you know, those those shows that have been happening recently where it's like, can you love somebody without like the physical intimacy or whatever, like without physically meeting them? Yeah. You know? Are you asking me or no? No, no, no. That's that's what dating shows are these days. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. do, what do you think, I guess? And now I, I'm asking you. All right. I personally think that there will always have to be some form of physical attraction or relationship because we're human and 
we have this appeal towards beauty unless you are an outlier who doesn't require that in a relationship though mm-hmm. there are those people who exist who don't need the beautification of people who can solely go off purely um feelings and you know being completely blind to other people's physical attributes but right um, i'd say a lot of people are or have a strong sense of beautification of the body and you know we love beauty we love being surrounded by beauty and art i see what you're saying and i think just to add to that it it's not like we're talking about conventional beauty it's no, just no, like everything's subjective it's just the fact that yeah it's just the fact yeah. that like there is some kind of physical element it's whatever that, you find attractive that you're looking yeah. for it's yeah. not like a, a world standard or whatever like not everybody has to be greek god or, or goddess no right it's whatever you see as beauty in your eyes that speaks to you deeply there has to exist that within a relationship on a physical appearance interesting, um, interesting. or again unless you can by some means work around that whether you don't have that calling you whether you you know whatever mm-hmm. i think so i i at least successful relationships would be like that because if not you look for whatever is missing in a relationship you look for elsewhere or you tend to look for elsewhere to fill in that gap and that's not a good relationship exactly because then that ensues with problems which we don't want Probs. i feel like we should go on a uh, we're going to do an episode where it's relationship analysis, you know, and <laughs> analysis of relationships. What? <laughs> that's what we're going to do. going to have that. That's, hey, that's guys. Welcome to our relationship analysis episode. Today, we're going to talk about Ben Affleck and Ana Dharma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're talking about Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> right away, it's a negative. It's never crazy about it. Uh, <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Tune in next time for yay or nay. <laughs> uh, but I think that's that's pretty good. Yeah, I think we, wow. You know, we really got into it, huh? We really outdid ourselves this episode. You know, it was just a one-stop, non-shot. Not, it was a one-truck, non-stop battlefield of explosions and mines. No breaks. Hong Kong. Exactly. Hashtag, we're starting to unionize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you listened this far, we want to also thank Basement Alien for yeah. our logo. Thank you. We got to thank Litmatch for having us on the network. We got to thank God for making us exist and our parents and our great-grandchildren mm-hmm. for existing, if they do exist. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And our ancestors for bringing us this far. Right, exactly. Um, but also... I just really want to give another sincere hug to our listeners because I really love them. See, I think that this is your greatest relationship, Sal. It is. It's your relationship with the listeners. The listeners. You love them. Love you want to hug guys. them. Like, oh I don't know what you do when I'm not looking. I, it's all right. Don't worry. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's That's on a need-to-know basis. It's okay. It's between me and the listeners' ears, specifically their <laughs> ears. That's it. So thank you so much. Please follow us on all our social medias. It's in the description. It's on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, hey, there's a cat. <laughs> no, he just looks looks so postured. Like George Michael is a very delicate. <laughs> He's very delicate. He's a delicate gentleman. Thank you. Yes, he is. He's always wearing his suit. Exactly. See, I love it. Oh, uh, no, but again, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And we hope to hear from you guys soon. Sell on, Mother Christmas. Yeah. Yeah.